Also, I don't know where we ended and now we're to pick back up. We weren't talking about anything. It was Scream. Have you guys seen it before? The second one? Have you seen it? Welcome to the podcast where two, not one, two movie geeks discuss movies with a guy that doesn't even watch scary movies who's that guy that's me what's your name zade slater zade baby who else we got here today? we got a new cat in the house my name's daryl 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 roll <laughs> what do we watch scream Sca- yeah scream two this is the first time we watched a movie back to back because you wanted to watch rocky too but i was like nah later <laughs> But when you said, can we watch Scream 2? I was like, let's watch Scream 2. Yeah. Let's take every movie that we have on the list aside. Put Scream 2 right it's, in front it's of It's definitely it. worth it. Especially like with how close the movies came out together anyway. Makes sense to do the podcast that close. Honestly, it seems like they cool. made this one that's during cool. the filming. Or during the release. It wasn't like basically. Yeah, the It was like at that time when like movies were starting to get capitalized on faster. So, yeah, the the turnaround for production and shooting on that movie was insanely fast. This is not even a year. You were surprised when we said there were multiple ones. Does that mean they had to have funding to do two movies before they could even start the first? Because they didn't have time to profit well, off the no, first No, they, the they had the time. They got profit from the first movie. It was like the then, first week, probably. Yeah, and well, and they were like, damn, this is going to be successful. Yeah, they got picked up by a production company that just oh. was like, let's throw a ton of money at I you. I think it's still mirror. It's still... Uh, well, yeah, it's the same. It's the same company. They just were like, hey, yeah. let's keep making money. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they were like, okay, with just yeah. like throwing a ton of money at this one. But yeah, I mean, also they did. just... I'm glad they did too. I'm just not happy with the human beings that did it. Oh, why? Oh, yeah. Never mind. (laughs) Why? I I forgot. It's the Weinstein. The Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. He produced this movie. You don't pay attention to anything. Yeah, I'm right now. Why don't we like him? What's his name? Uh, we'll talk about that after we watch the third one. That's that's a fair. All right. We'll watch the third one Bro, and then have I don't this know, discussion. Do you bring a handle waiting to know? It. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing it up, but we'll bring it up during the third one because the third one is, it's still meta, but it's like more meta about like the Hollywood industry in general. Like this was just a, another meta horror movie that was self-aware. Yeah. It commented on. It was kind of a like- rehash, but it was still progressive towards the story. Yeah, well, it also commented on, like, the violence in the media thing that was really big at the time. Sort of the first one. Well, yeah. They just weren't as open as they were with the first one, because Mickey was the only one that was like, yeah, yes, I'm crazy because I've watched too many fucking movies, okay? Yeah, he was directly trying to capitalize on that, like, craze. Billy was that, but he didn't admit to that. Right. Because he said, uh, Billy said... Don't blame uh don't blame movies for psychos. Movies yeah. make psychos more creative. Yeah, it's uh movies do not create serial killers. Movies make or movies make serial killers more creative. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that I uh Billy is just like a super interesting character even though he's basically He's a like, great he's, character. He's very like archetypical as far as like a standard psycho in a film, but he's Awesome, and I think Mickey's. A really How'd you good feel about for that. this movie, Zay? 
This is I, your I second. This, this is like your second horror movie. We don't count Blair Witch, do we? No, that shit was <laughs> just trash. That's in a category of its own. <laughs> What's the category? Uh, I'm just going to call it unique. It's it unique. was unique. For that's the time, good, yeah. Even though he hated the movie, that's a good word for it. Yeah. I mean, it was super unique for the time. Not, I didn't not hit anymore, the criteria. I didn't hit the boxes it checked. It wasn't for me, but it was unique, and there's people that love it, I'm sure. Yeah. That is the me. most fair thing I've ever heard you say in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Scream 2. How do Scream you feel 2 about smacks. That shit's nice. Yeah. You really like this Dude, one? Dude, I really... My favorite thing was Gail's outfits. She was <laughs> popping in this one. Yeah, dude. she was. Her fashion was stylish. on point. She was stylish in the first one, but she wasn't reveal revealing. Her, yeah. uh, her style this time was like more my color scheme. It's the black and white. Last time she had a lot of reds. Yeah. And so yeah. I really was into it this time. I loved her character. You just and love I was, her character in yeah, general. Yeah, and that I love she will, her aesthetic. She'll do anything to. She'll still be with the gang and like. I'm glad I you got the catch press. This killer, but she has her own intentions. She got sad at one point. Yeah, she, she has had some actual development. That's yeah. funny that uh, everyone thinks uh, Gail's a sociopath. And Zayt's like she actually showed emotion at one point. Yeah, in, this movie. in the first movie, it's very easy yeah. to assume that she's just like an actual sociopath. I think it's just like a facade because it has to be for her industry. She's like learned yeah. to be cutthroat as fuck. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the same time. to get to the top, she's she, got to do. She's got to be cutthroat. You're right, you're right. And she goes for it. She's the goat. We actually see like a little bit of her cutthroatness uh, in Sydney in the second film as well. Yeah, Sydney's a dude, drastically she's getting hard. Character. Sid- Sydney, <sighs> she's she's so damn good. Yeah, she's so damn good. And when the topic has been talked about, like I've been listening to this topic a lot and when i was a kid i I watched these movies religiously like if i i've never experienced religion or the repeat of religion in general but if you'd had to give a descriptive word like an adjective for how often i watch these movies religiously would be the word yeah and watching it and watching it Everyone says Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis is the Who's final girl. Like, I, mean, I think it might be Sydney fucking Prescott. To yeah. be honest, like, like honestly, I look forward to seeing Sydney more than I look forward to seeing Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is the like iconic scream queen be- for sure. I but- I get it. I get why because she's OG. But Sydney's just a badass. Like Sydney I mean, is everything f- Scream Queen Final Girl was supposed to be, and then some. Yeah, I mean the just because who's gonna kill the her? line? The line where she says like, "Oh, you forgot one thing about Billy Loomis. I fucking killed him." Like that was great. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I felt it when she you felt said that it. shit. Yeah, she knocks it out of the park in this film. She's the bona fide badass. They all know who they are in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's very confident in this film. Like, yes. Even Dewey's extremely confident in this Dewey's film. Dewey's confidence. I love it. Yeah. Dewey's sly he's as smooth, fuck. But he still gets stabbed. Yeah. He's, he keeps, like, 
his last straw is about to run out. Like he's gotten lucky twice. How many take times that back. do you have to get lucky? Take that back. I, nothing better <laughs> happen to that man. How many Keep times does a dude safe. have to get lucky? You know what I mean? This oh dude God. survived two. Yo, he got extra lucky this time. He got to touch Gail's this is titty. The guy, this is like the guy that graduated from Columbine High School, then went to Virginia Tech. Yeah. <laughs> I don't guy. get it. He, he, survi- he survived twice. I actually don't remember the third movie that well, so. That's... Oh, man. You got to watch the third one with us then. I actually. This is where Zade opts out. I don't like talking about the sequels. Yeah. Because I want to review each movie for itself. But the third one is very interesting. It's the only one that seems a little different. And there's reason for that. There's reason for that. What is it? I already told, I already explained this to you in the last one. Uh, Columbine was like less than a year before the movie was being produced. So they and Kevin Williamson wrote the original. This guy wrote the first one, the second one, and a lot of other movies during the time. He wrote the Scream 3 script, and it had to do with, like, mass murder. Teenagers committing mass murder. And this was literally less than a year before Columbine. So they were like, can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's... So they took... They just got a different script and put him on as a producer. I wish we had access to the first movie. I wish that was archived somewhere. Like the first script? Yeah. It's probably on the internet. I, well, yeah, you can probably find the script, but... Because when it I was, was a kid, filmed. I was really into, like, Scream, and I did look up the script, but I got the current script when I actually, like, looked it up, like the one that's out now. And I don't want to spoil anything, but... I'm, I'm the sure opening killing scenes, like the first scene in scream where the first person dies is infamous it's like a yeah. famous it's, it's every single one is good yeah i mean you're not wrong and i loved how you appreciated the first one in this one yeah there's like a lot of callbacks and shit to it yeah. and i the, like it i mean the whole opening sequence is literally just them reliving the opening sequence from the first movie yeah but real shittily in comparison well yeah because yeah. it's supposed to be a campy film that they're <laughs> like a campy kind of offbeat film and yeah i mean also the actor that they got to play in the stab movie in the movie looks just like a diet drew barrymore she does so. look like boneless <laughs> she's boneless drew barrymore what else? That girl is in something else. She's in other shit. I don't know. You're don't looking remember. at the wrong guy. I'm not going to look one. it up right now because it's not that important to me. But she's mm-hmm. in other shit. But you know who really shines in movies like these? What? Buffy. Uh, I, I hate Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, yeah. I hate calling her Buffy because that's not who she is. Well, She was more known for Charmed than anything. She was in Charmed for a long time. Honestly... Uh, she outacted Jennifer Love Hewitt in What's I Know Charmed? What You Did Last Summer. Absolutely. Uh, Charmed is a, a, kind of a, I don't want to say teen witch show. Yeah, it was basically a teen witch show. From like, like the ni- early 90s, maybe? Yeah, it was Mid-90s? sometime in the 90s. Mid-90s, yeah. like right before Buffy. And she's, in, she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer as well. Yeah, and she was the not final girl but should have been final girl in i know what you did last summer i know what you did last summer okay so when scream came out there were scream was successful and horror slasher films haven't been successful since 
1986. You know what I mean? So from 1980, yeah. late 1980s to 1996, literally Scream, slashers have been kind of dry, and then Scream comes, bam, we're back. Yeah. And that spawned, everyone wanted to replicate Scream. So they all hire the writer of Scream, Kevin yep. Williamson. He wrote the script for I Know What You Did Last Summer before Scream, but Scream got picked up first. Right. And... and he wanted did he want her to play the lead role i honestly don't know i haven't or did she just out act her she just out acted yeah so so in the slasher film that you have no idea what we're talking about the girl that played the girl in the frat house that got thrown off the balcony is in that movie too yeah cool and And she out acts the main girl in the film not saying the jennifer love hewitt was terrible i mean her character was extremely ineffective in that film but I'm not so- how so all she did was yell <laughs> literally every she scene was a little too perfect as well. Yeah. Nave Campbell at least law lo- uh, Sydney Prescott at least lost her virginity in the first one. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I don't even know her character name. It's that not important. And I know what you did last summer. She was too squeaky clean. Yeah. I mean, that movie it was annoying mediocre anyway, but what do you mean? Squeaky clean. Uh, all the roles. She's man. no drugs, no alcohol, no sex. She's for lack of a. She's also just like good at everything. But <laughs> but uh, she's mean? she's like she's just the like archetypical. And I hate this term so much because it is like a super gross term. Or some people have turned it into a gross term. But she's a Mary Sue. What's that? She's the perfect female character. Yeah. Everything she ever does, she's good at. Yeah. But then... Why is it a gross term? But then she gets because post-traumatic it, it gets stress. turned to a really gross Then place. she gets post-traumatic stress, and she's a little battered, I guess. Yeah, and but honestly... She still like, doesn't change her innocence. Honestly, let's just say, long story short, she gets out-acted yeah. by this blonde girl, because she is a really good actress. Yeah. And I would have loved to see her in Scream 2 more, but... But she did her part so perfectly that yeah. Scream 2 is honestly, it's not better than the first one. Yo, yeah, I got a weird sure. question for y'all. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you know the scene where uh, she is doing the play? Yeah. And she starts freaking the fuck out when she saw the dude did in the Did she mask. actually, was the killer actually well, No, there? that's not what I'm asking okay. at all. So, you know how in that scene it's kind of like, she like was doing her thing acting and then thought she saw something and got fucking pressed? Yeah. Do you think that them doing these movies and being in these situations, you think it impacts them at all in real life? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. She has I mean, stress. there's a lot of actors that have like for like left Hollywood just because of the stress from it. And how do you think they have? What do you think they have to do to deal with that long term? Do you think it's that detrimental? There's no, I nothing, don't think so. there's not a clear cut answer uh, answer to that question. I don't think that there's a clear cut answer to that question because every situation is different and they have to handle it on their own in the long run. I think it depends on the director and how he handles the actors. Cause like you, when you're embodying a character and you come out of that character, I feel like it's extremely important to like be taken care of, especially if the characters, it's a job through a lot of, it's a job. Yeah. Should be taken care of. Exactly. And, like there's examples obviously we talked about the shining earlier today um i can't remember the actor's name at the moment no or one the actress's no, name it's okay dude she but she was treated extremely she poorly was isolated by... this girl okay so you haven't seen this movie this is 
I'm not ashamed to say, but this is probably one of my favorite horror films. It, it's it's a classic. Okay, everyone loves what it. What is it? It's a the great, Shining. The Shining. Shining. Yeah. Is it on the list? No, actually, I was gonna save it. Yeah, right. I say it definitely could be down the line. That's yeah, it's gonna be down the line. But the female actress that was in it is was put in conditions where the the director Stanley Kubrick wanted to actually traumatize her and actually scare her. Yeah. To make sure he got the authentic reaction, authenticity yeah. of, of the film that he wanted. That sounds he, criminal. It is. It, 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 it wasn't then. Yeah. It, it wasn't was then, not then, but and uh, things like that it's, are probably it's a, why it's a it conversation is. being brought up now, but I don't even know if it's criminal now. I don't think it's necessarily criminal because you, before you sign a contract to a job, they, I'm pretty sure they tell you what can possibly happen. Maybe. Because if if they tell you and you agree, it's not a crime. It's I, not like another really good example of a director kind of going a little too hard on their actresses is uh kill bill with like, Tarantino with Uma she Thurman. Agreed. She agreed. She did agree. She agreed. She did agree. And, and they've made and up. That since, wasn't supposed to happen. Either. Yeah, it was an accident, and she got hurt, and it sucks. And they're but, okay now. You're aware. Yeah, that they, they are okay. And they made Quentin up later, okay right like now. earlier in twenty twenty. I just have. I just Good have a problem with any that. negativity being talked about Quentin. I really <laughs> have a problem with that because this. This is totally irrelevant to what we're this podcast, but I think <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is a genius. Why? I mean, he does like feet a lot. He likes. We feet. all have our things. <laughs> all right, we all. I'm going to defend this man. We all have the things we're attracted to. Mine might be booties. His might be feet. I guarantee That's there's fine. one set of feet out there for everybody. That's I, on God. I think you're just wrong. I <laughs> guarantee. <laughs> like, there's one set of toes that would change your mind. I promise. I can't tell you who. Yeah, I've never but been. I promise. Feet. I mean, I've, ne- I, I've never been like ill feet, but I've never been. I've never gotten my rocks off over a set of toes. Listen, when, one day when you see the best set of toes you've ever seen, though, like there's <laughs> one set of toes on Earth that's like the Zay, ten out of ten Zay, toe shut for the fuck you. Up. I'm telling you. He's he's just thinking about Courtney Cox's toes. And that, <laughs> like Those toes, though. <laughs> Did you have good feet? I didn't see. Did we see feet pics in this? No, there were no feet pics in Scream 2. There were not. There because were, there were because Wes feet. Craven doesn't have a foot fetish. Yeah. Right? If you or wanna, maybe he's hiding it. No, well, the I mean, only he's thing he's hiding dead, is but his talent. I don't think he ever feet. hit that. You don't think he ever hit nah, it? No, he never hit that. The guy's a genius. Dude, you didn't I'm, think he hit it with uh, Freddy 4? Okay. Or Freddy 2. When Freddy 2 was okay. I doubt it. It was okay. No, it was actually okay. It wasn't 3. Anything after 3, we just shouldn't discuss other than New Nightmare. That, because New Nightmare was kind of a prequel to Scream. Because uh, it, it was like the first movie that was kind of self-aware yeah. in general. I mean, Robert England did just kind of play himself in that movie. That's what I'm saying. It was kind of self-aware before self-aware was like popping. Yeah, I I could agree with that to a degree. It I I, I like Zade is like, dude, I've never seen this. Movie. Yeah, stop talking about. He's this. we're talking about every movie except Scream Two, <laughs> and that's the only one he's seen. I'm, I'm just like, downloading all this information, and then one day when I watch these movies, something will come up, and I'll remember it, and I'll be like, whoa. Well, he that's said good that. that you take shit in like that. We but said that. Speaking was, of taking shit in like that, ooh, 
What? Scream 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking, we were talking about Wes Craven's genius. I was talking to Zade just a few moments ago about just like his intense attention to continuity throughout the films. Zade's or Wes Craven's? Wes Craven. I mean, <laughs> Zade does pay attention to small things that a lot of people. We are don't, going to bring that up on our tenth episode. Can you be there for our tenth episode? I mean, sure. Cool. What are we watching? That hasn't been discussed. What are we gonna watch? Can we discuss it right now? Yeah. Are you uh, let's do it. We should do we? the Evil Dead. That's my favorite film of all time. What's and that? It's sounds cool. It's a film. The so OG? do you know? You know the, the OG or the new? No, the OG, obviously. Okay. Sam Sam Raimi is a subtle genius. The guy doesn't okay. take his films too seriously, and I Spider-Man love Spider-Man 3. Okay, he had nothing to do. I that know. Was not I'm his fucking fault. with you, dude. I'm <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> Sam Raimi hates that film. I know. But the Tobey Maguire movies, film, uh, like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, that director... Also, he made a horror film that he, was he like got started his, filming. He got his come up like everyone else did and made a shitty horror film, which was not shitty. Yeah. He it started he started filming in like 78 and it got banned in America, so they had to Was like, it banned? It was banned. Oh, and damn. I didn't know that. That's why if you look up the official release, it's not until 81. They filmed it and finished it in uh, 78. 78. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's where like the- I fuck with Evil Dead hard, so. Yeah, that's, it's like hands down my favorite What's film. What's it about? Uh, cabin in the Woods movie. Yeah, it's like a bunch the of a bunch definitive of cabin in the woods. Movie. A bunch of white people. Cool. Oh, yeah, a cool. bunch of white people go to a cabin. Bad things happen. Why do they? Why? Why do they have to be white? Who cares what color they are? <laughs> well, that's that's the trope. White people go to places they shouldn't, and they get killed. <laughs> like <laughs> we we generally are curious, <laughs> but in general, it's a cabin in the woods film. It goes wrong. You know what? You shouldn't have read that passage. What passage? Oh, so yeah. I mean, technically, they didn't read it. It was recorded and read back to them. Well, in the remake, they read it. Yeah, the remake's a little weird. Do you not fuck with the remake? The remake's good. Uh, I think that like I fuck with it. I uh, the thing I'm excited about is also completely unrelated. The remake of that film. Uh, the director for that got picked up to do a Justice League Dark film, which oh, has shit. me super stoked. Oh, fuck. But, yeah. Fuck Justice League. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just give me Constantine and Zatanna, and I'm so Zane, happy. How do you feel about the big four coming back, hitting us with a second movie? I'm glad Randy, they didn't die. Randy, Sydney. Oh, I'm fucking God. Gail, Why Randy got to be gone, Randy, Sydney. Gail, Dewey, they back. I'm They're pissed back. that Randy's gone because now I know the next one. Someone else is gonna go too. Dude. I read and then there were none, and I Where know. Where'd you read that? Seventh grade, I think. <laughs> I thought you read spoilers, you fucking dick. <laughs> no, I read a book in seventh grade about how these ten people were on an island and they like die one at a time. I think that's like eight different movies. Well, no, it's based on the old, like, there's a poem called Ten Little Indians. It's kind of like Alien. Kind of, but not really. Alien's a whole different mess, and I also really love that film. But I actually didn't see that film until recently. I, for the first time, and I see why people love it. Yeah, I memorialized the it's, Xenomorph it's, it's on myself. It's a timeless film. What does that mean? Oh, shit. Yeah. 
I I tattooed the Xenomorph on me because it's the like quintessential movie monster. It's a timeless film. I will agree that like you could watch that movie now and be like, "Ooh, that's a really good yeah. movie." That's, and I feel like Scream is like that. Yeah, Scream is absolutely like that. And I like that they keep making more to modernize it, but it doesn't change from the formula. Yeah, they they keep the soul, for sure. Did you have any problems with this one? Nope. None Except Randy. You didn't want Randy to die? No. How am I going to? Dude, gonna... I feel that so much. He tells much me what's going to I... happen. Yeah. I feel that so much because Randy is honestly my favorite character in the franchise. It... Yeah. To be honest. It was really bold of them because to Because is it meta Randy. without Randy? Not really. I mean, in kind four. of. There's always in a four Randy. Four was kind of meta. Yeah, there's like a Randy character in every film. There's no one that can in really. Three, well, yeah, I guess not there. in three, but three's a whole different monster. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the there's like I'm Randy is definitely three. like Are the you audience for surrogate. What were you saying? I said uh, Randy's like the audience surrogate. He's like he's saying what the audience is always thinking, um, because he's the audience. Yeah, he is the, the audience. audience. So it was like an extremely bold move for them to just kill him off. Kill us off. Yeah. It was Fuck about them as bold for that as Wes Craven killing Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I mean. Because she, not saying she was number one at the time, but we were talking about this before because he, he has no idea who Drew Barrymore is, dude. Well, he's also like 12. So I'm not saying he's 12. Plus 10, bitch. <laughs> dude, I know people that are 22 that have seen 50 first dates and well, E.T. I mean, yeah. He has not I've seen either of these films. He Katie doesn't Perry. consume that's media. That's I the know point. That's the why he's sitting at this table, not because you're our friend. <laughs> <laughs> not with you. Uh, but that is why this is a good idea. But he has no idea who Drew Barrymore is, but that was kind of a big fuck you for them. There, uh, at the time, Drew Barrymore was supposed to play Sydney. Yeah, and she was killed in such a violent manner, too. Like... The, they make the, like, reference in here that, like, sequels are supposed to be gorier, but I would, like, say that, honestly, the first movie's way gorier. Just, yeah, definitely. Just, 100%, like... 100%, dude. Like, the opening sequence with Drew Barrymore being gutted and hanging from a tree. For her And, and her like, boyfriend was gutted, and yeah. you saw his intestines. Yeah, you see That everything. has been edited, actually. I found out that there's an unrated version that's sold in Europe where... There's like 13 seconds of more of his like organs falling out. That's oh cool. Oh my god! They need to make an addition with that because they just released literally last Thursday. They released a Friday the 13th Blu-ray box set that has all the unrated versions of all fucking 13 films, and the first five have kills where you don't really see them because the government were like, nope, we well, can't show people dying on TV. But they have them in this Blu-ray box set, and I'm buying that shit in. I'm buying that shit tomorrow. Uh, I'm so. not gonna lie. I'm a big fan of like less is more. Um, when it comes to I films. understand. I like, understand. Um, That's why Blair Witch is so appealing. Like, well, um, the best example for me for that, yeah. uh, also like in my top ten of all time, the original Texas Chainsaw from I want to say seventy six four seventy four. Um, yeah, it was like that film. the The director was going for a PG rating. That movie traumatizes me, it and does. you don't see shit. It is genuinely terrifying. You do not see you shit. See literally, in that movie. Nothing. I don't watch that movie ever. 
I watched that movie really fucking rare. I rather Is that watch... why it's scary? Because you just never really get the no, scene. Just that's not the only reason. It's just there's a lot in that film. It is a masterclass of it's the suspense. first Grindhouse film ever yeah, fucking it's, made. Yeah, and that movie is traumatizing, dude. It's like it feels like you're actually witnessing like a traumatic act. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that it came out before like the Halloween. And Halloween was like the. F- I feel like Halloween was the first horror film that went the fuck off. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like even before, like Night of the Living Dead went off, but it didn't go off like that. Well, Night of the Living Dead was like one of those films that really showed that horror could be a media, like a medium in which you could express art. Yeah, for sure. That was um, just like three guys that were like, "Hey, let's make a movie." Yeah. That's like horror in general. That's and why heart is or heart heart. Yeah, horror <laughs> is so inspiring because every single beginning of like the transition of where horror goes is like three dudes that are like we're broke as fuck we should make a film yeah and it always turns out fantastic i mean that's I, we were talking about the evil dead he shot that film on like less than fifty thousand dollars or something like that yeah it was like an absurdly At the time uh, fifty thousand was like probably two hundred thousand yeah but that's still like and it's like 10 credit cards <laughs> yeah that's it's crazy what people could do Back then, and now, like, every film has, like, a multi-million dollar budget, and some of them... There's still some that are low budget that are successful. I mean, that's true, but, like, did you see Bye Bye Man? That movie had, like... I refuse. I thought it was, like, trash. When do you think making movies is going to get cheap enough that everyone can do it? It's there now. Yeah, it's kind of there now. It's always been there. Like, just, we... You need people that... Saul was made the way when Saul first I actually now that we were talking about James Wan I don't think the genius behind Saul and all these uh horror movies that James Wan and Lehigh Wano I don't think I used to think the genius was behind James Wan now seeing Lehigh Wano's have you seen his films uh which one Invisible Man yeah that movie's fantastic uh, Upgrade I didn't see Upgrade uh both of these movies are Honestly, flawless films, and he wrote the scripts on every single successful James Wan film. I mean, that makes sense. So I feel like maybe James Wan might not be the genius here. James Wan is a directing genius. Yeah, like he's really yeah. good at. What else has he directed? Insidious. Um, Insidious. What's that Conj- about? That sounds fucking cool. I, is there I'm, a lot of fire? No. No, what? actually. So, I fuck with Insidious hard. I don't think you do. Yeah, to apparently. to be quite honest, I think it was another like part of that modern horror tropes that kind of kicked off with like paranormal activity. And you don't like fuck that. with paranormal activity? The first one's fine. Oh yeah, no, the first like, one's definitely like the best one, and they all just kind of make money off yeah, the first one. And but modern horror is really jump scare focused. The Descent. I don't like the jump scare. The descent was like cool. It was a it was the a cool film. Scared me. It was a cool film for sure. I hate jump scare shit. It pisses me off more than you it have to me. know. The thing is with jump scares, you have to lead up. Like the Grudge sucks. The reason why the Grudge sucks compared to the Ring, honestly, they came out both at the same time. The reason why the Ring is superior is because the atmosphere. The American versions. I'll say The Ring is better. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the yeah. original Japanese grudge films are, like, on another level. Japanese horror is just nuts. I refuse to play That sounds Fatal. cool. I, re- I refuse to play Fatal Frame, in the, like, in general. Why? 
because Japanese horror scares the shit out of me. It is. Uh, I want to watch one now. What the oh fuck? Let's do I'm that. A, I'm a what? die. I'm a diehard stand for Junji Ito. Yo, like his, his art style. They he take does like horror, horror to manga. another level. Honestly, they take like that's why we need these people in video games because horror in video games. The only time horror in video games have been taken to a level of this magnitude was Silent Hill Two. To be honest. And that's a bunch of Japanese people making a and scary fucking you've game. You've literally never got blown up by a creeper in Minecraft. <laughs> no, I've played Minecraft. I just was never scared out of my mind playing Minecraft. I mean, I've I've been jump scared in Minecraft. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll be up. like that's digging true. my way through when a zombie falls on top of me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to jump. I don't, honestly, I don't play enough Minecraft, to be honest. <laughs> But uh, speaking of horror video games, Junji Ito and why can't I think of his name? Uh, the guy who did Metal Gear. K- uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima and Junji Ito are supposed to be making a game together. <coughs> We've heard these rumors over and over. Well, though. this is something that just came out isn't, this year. Isn't it like the w- the way the Japanese pronounce it? Isn't it Ito Junji? Like his his last name. I mean, is it was always, it's always first. written as Junji Ito. But I know, but the way that like I don't know, I was the way it's pronounced, the way they say his name when he's talked about is Ito Junji, yeah. and uh, Guillermo del Toro yeah. had a lot of PT like when PT happened, Guillermo del Toro wasn't in, involved. Yeah, I don't know how much, he, but I don't know if you've watched any Guillermo del Toro film. I love. He's one of my favorite directors. For sure. What has he done that is actually like that? He was it was his baby. Other than Pan's Labyrinth. Is uh, there other films I should watch? Because Pacific Rim, he did, but the studio kind of did Yeah, that, that's right? not really... He's done, like... So, Pan's Labyrinth was, like, his biggest one, obviously. And, and honestly, Pan's Labyrinth is... A cla- I don't even It's wanna, It's a classic, but I don't think it's a horror film. But he did... I wouldn't put it there. I'd put it in fantasy. He did Crimson Peak, which was kind of a gothic romance with horror elements. Um, he did, uh, mother. Well, he was involved in mother. I think he was more Mother's of a producer. Good, right? Uh, it's a fine film. What and then it? like, uh, these kids are lost in a forest and like something happens. Their parents get killed. Uh, I oh, believe. Man. And these kids, like little kids are basically, they, they're like, I think the youngest is like four. And the oldest, the oldest, they won't remember though. But yeah, they don't remember, and they're basically they're found. Well, yeah, they they don't talk, and they're very feral in the film. And there's a like kind of creature that they refer to as like a mother figure, and it takes a very fairy tale turn towards the end, which is like a very Del Toro thing to do. But yeah, he's. He's really big on like his fairy tales. <laughs> so scream too. And also, <laughs> I mean, also real quick on Del Toro, you've you've seen Hellboy, I assume he did those. movies. I've even seen Hellboy. Oh, he yeah, he did those movies. Uh, he's, I fuck with the originals. They didn't have to redo it, and I heard yeah. when they redid it, it was trash. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it. I had high hopes, but then so, I heard I was like. Hellboy trash. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I heard it got slammed. I don't know how I feel about the guy from Stranger Things being Hellboy either. So who the what is his name in the show? The the sheriff guy. Hopper. Yeah, Hopper. Oh shit. Yeah, Hopper plays Hellboy. Yeah, w- there's only one Hellboy. Yeah, 
And I used to think there was only one Spider-Man until Tom Holland came. Tom Holland's fantastic. He is. <laughs> anyway, Scream 2. Scream 2. I don't know if I've seen Tom Holland yet. You should. He's he's a good little guy. He's apparently playing Nathan Drake in the future, too. Which is cool. Who's that? He's from the Uncharted series. <sighs> They're making an Uncharted Christ movie. Said. Mark Yo. Wahlberg's going to be motherfucking... Anyone got a water bottle, son? Oh, we got a water bottle, bro. We got like three. There's one right there, but it's full of fucking rum. No, thank you. <laughs> There's a whole ass, like, bottle of there, rum. I said that one. Literally Amber's hand. Hell yeah. Is that yours? <laughs> yes. Just I waterfall just it. Want, I just didn't Let's know. It's okay. Just waterfall it. It's fine. It's not like there's a pandemic or anything. So Zade, we already know how 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 sad you are about Randy. I want him back already. I hope he comes back in three. I hope someone learns reincarnation. Carol, look at me. What? He's gonna be happy. Yeah. He's, he's gonna, back. Or no, do I, I get a replacement? I didn't say that. Something. I'm pissed. Let's just say yes. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll just like you know. So hey, he has to get the girl at the other end. Other than Randy, can you give me some positive feedback from this film? That's always so weird to do on the spot. Do, you guys say stuff and let me it. chime in on it. This a thousand times. Yeah. What what are what's the part you liked? There's honestly, dude, I don't think I like Scream Two as much as other people. I like Scream Two. I don't think like because everyone's like, okay, there's Scream One and then there's Scream Two. Like yeah. Scream 2 is really fucking good. I actually don't like Scream 2 as much as other people, but I do love it. What's my favorite part? I like when Courtney Cox falls off the stage and like takes half oh, the stage with her. Knocks that whole thing off, dude. dude. Yeah. That was sus. Uh, I was so sad right there. I thought she was gone. I just like how much they played off from the first one. They yeah. just they just pretty much continue the story, which was good. They do such a good job of making every character feel like the bad guy. Like there's parts of it where you're genuinely like, all right, Cotton might be involved. I was I was saying this in the fir- in, during the first one. They're really good at the who done it, and no one talks about that. Yeah, and it's real good who done it. But this man called the first killer quick. Yeah, he, he called, called that shit right quick. off me the you bat. Just, me and you were chilling. He's like, <laughs> that's the killer. <laughs> I guarantee it. Dude, me, and him, me and Daryl just go, damn. <laughs> damn. It's, it's just that actor. Like, he just looks sus. He looks <laughs> like he wasn't shooting a lot of people. I mean, there, there's a reason he got... Like hired to play the scumbag producer, like porn producer. In, uh, Honestly, I think it was more Tarantino like film student. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even really a suspect. Uh, if he's a suspect, I'm a suspect. Randy, you are a suspect in everyone. <laughs> Get over it. I don't think Randy's ever a suspect. Everybody suspected him in the first film. No, but he said it. He's like. I'm probably the main suspect. Yeah. I get it. Nobody. Every single guilty person said I didn't do it. Yeah. Randy's like. You know what? I probably did it. <laughs> was like, no, it could have been me. This dude did do it. Logically, it could have been me. Right. Speaking of logic, though, there is a suspension. Like, you have to suspend disbelief for a little bit towards the beginning of the film because the stab through the stall oh makes my no God. fucking sense. That, that is always. Why was he putting his ear there? Because well, he, uh, the guy sounded like he was doing like dirty talk on the phone. And he, he was, was like, like oh. talking. He was like saying weird. He was doing weird things on the phone. He's like. 
Yeah, he was like, oh, this and he is was trying weird. to hear him. I agree that the setup was kind of weird, but it's a very good kill. It's a cool kill. And it's, it's a cool kill. It's in, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, like how did he know to stab right there? Like, like he's such a small. Is, how did he know he was actually going to? try to listen and it's it's also (laughs) really general like it's like that 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 was just not good it's it's also just like it's in they're they're doing that to i think west grave is just kind of having a piss at like sequels because like uh randy talks like later in the film that kills need to be more intricate in the second film yeah and like that's just like a running trope for sequels it was a totally good kill and i'm not gonna say it was more blood or more gore they weren't very intricate in this were they it was a really good way to be like hey this is scream fucking two i don't feel like a lot of the kills were more elaborate A, a lot of the kills in scream are very visceral where it's just like somebody getting stabbed and I think that scream, you really see the deranged mind yeah, in the first one. Like they were passionate yeah, and about it. That's one of the things that terrified me of these movies. Like as a kid, not only like, like every kill is visceral. Everyone's just like getting stabbed in the stomach, getting stabbed in the back. And yeah, that kind of could get repetitive and boring to some people, but like, that's how people generally die in real life. Like if you if you get stabbed, you die. It doesn't have to be some intricate thing like in Jason X where he puts a bitch in a fucking sleeping bag and then beats her against a what tree. What a great kill. What a great fucking <laughs> like that's just a be, fatality though. Yeah, like realistically just I mean, stabbing a little bit gets the job done. Like, it doesn't though. it doesn't have to be that. So and I think that that's something that's like really great about the Scream films. Also, like the the scream mask and costume was like everywhere before the film it's even so came iconic. Out. Like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with these fucking movies, and the mask. After all the whole slasher craze was done, they still pulled off like a iconic character. Like yeah. we had Chucky, we had Michael, we had Jason, we had these people. And they added one to the roster. Yeah, I, I, Ghostface is definitely part of that like big five or six and he's, characters. And he's a new person every time. New people that's, every time. That's also something that's like inverse about this series compared to other ones. Because the main cast of characters that are survivors, they stay the same. And the killer changes, which is directly inverse to, like say, Halloween, where the killer's always Michael Myers. Well, except for the third one. But anyway. I love the third one. The, the third one's really good. But I haven't got there yet. Yeah, well, you, you haven't, haven't watched the first, the first one. one, but we're gonna do that on Halloween. Yeah, we're not gonna do it on and then upload the same day, but we're gonna. That might. That's not gonna be next. It's gonna be the one after the next one. I I definitely want to be on for that one. Okay, I, John Carpenter's insane, and I love it. I've never he does. seen the thing. What? I've never seen the thing. <laughs> what? That's my, fucking criminal, dude. Me, we're saving the thing for uh, my buddy. Yeah, we're gonna watch that because he has a theater at his house, and we're gonna watch it with him. It's one of his top three, I think. That's. I mean, that's certainly fair. And Yo, shout him out. That's the boy, Jason. What's up, Jason? Not Voorhees. Could be. We're gonna try. We're gonna have him on. We're just waiting on a day. Hopefully, it's before Halloween. If not, it's okay too. You can. It's spooky season year round. Twenty four seven. He don't fuck with spooky. 
I mean, he needs to. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Because, listen, my birthday is in October. So this is about me this month. I, it's not about any holiday. <laughs> it's nothing but me. So watch uh, Happy Birthday to You. Happy Death Day? Yeah, Happy Death Day. Yeah, That's a ha- good one. Yeah, it's campy and fun. I think I like vaguely remember seeing that. What's it about? I think you are a fan of meta horror films. Yeah, that that makes sense. That you would just like, you would like the ones that have jokes in them and stuff. Not even just jokes, but like self-aware, like Hatchet. I feel like you'd enjoy Hatchet. He'd probably like Hatchet. Yeah. I, I can't speak because I haven't I just, seen Hatchet, I just but. I think that you're the traditional horror film you're not a fan of, but horror films that know that they're dumb horror films and play on that, you're a fan of. I'd that's say why so, thus far. So much. And. You're just excited, just as excited for Scream Three. Yeah, honestly, I think I like two just as much as one. Like equal. Yeah, and I Damn. really liked one a lot. Like that's probably like. I think that's not a new opinion. I feel like yeah. everyone be like that. Yeah, that's that's most people. There's a lot of people who like the second one even more. Which oh, whoa. Um, I don't know about that. I find that to be a little strange. Personally. Nah, dude. I, f- I feel like you could make a case for it. Because now so, you know the characters more, and I feel like I got a little more tied so, to each one, and each kill hurt so a little this more. Bitch was chilling on campus as Sydney didn't see Billy's mom at all. That shit weirded me I out. Mean, How would she know? Mom. She knew as soon as she saw yeah. her. They did a really as soon good as job she of saw her, she was like, Mrs. Loomis? Oh. They did a good you job. You just didn't though, know who film. she was because Gail didn't recognize yeah. her because she lost a lot of weight, put on some makeup. Because uh, I've actually been in that situation because I lost a lot of weight. Like you guys might not notice it. The only time you know, like you notice it because you've seen like my before pictures because I have them. Well, my house. I also knew you before you lost all. The I know weight, you so. knew me, but it's hard to like visualize. And I was in really bad shape, and now. Dan Brown didn't even recognize me in his sheets. He was, That's crazy. And I've known Dan for a long time. He was like, dude, I didn't even think that was you. I thought you were just some dumbass buying lottery tickets. That's wild. <laughs> you bought lottery tickets? I bought one. Why? Because I got a juice. He was feeling lucky. I hate lottery tickets. I got a juice. <laughs> I got a juice. <laughs> if every time you bought a lottery ticket, you just put that in a Robin Hood, you never need to win the lottery. So four times. <laughs> I mean, if you've only bought four ever. Nah, probably a little more. Probably less than ten. I'll give you that. In your whole life? Yeah, that's twenty bucks. I can proudly say I've never played the lottery. You're proud. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud too. Ashamed. I don't fuck with I'm the not lottery. Ashamed. Yeah, I guess. You, yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you're acting like I'm, I'm like an alcoholic's anonymous. <laughs> This is your intervention. That's why I got brought in. Tommy, you have a problem. This is your intervention, Tommy. Five times at a vending machine. I didn't even have to talk to a human being. (laughs) Oh god! If you're gonna gamble, just buy Yu-Gi-Oh packs. That's a gamble. Yeah, Spencer is an idiot. (sighs) Poor guy. Hey, dude. He he gambles. Don't mess with my boy. It's the sick pulls. Yeah. Sometimes. Lyle's like on that shit quick. <laughs> He's, He's always like, Yo, let trying me buy to that. <clears throat> so, do you remember Cotton from the first one? Yeah. We didn't really see him much, but 
Yeah, but you remember like the character in the story? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. Sydney thought he killed yeah. her mom. And then Gail was like, put an interview in her face. Caught her off guard. Was yeah, like, that shit was wild. That was fucked. She was stiff. On and her. he was like, what the fuck? I did not know she didn't. I think that's what sensitive Gail was at the time. Well, and but once Dewey checked her ass, she knew she was like, "Fuck, I'm a bitch, and I need to stop." <laughs> well, no, it was like once Dewey, she thought Dewey died. <laughs> then she was like, "All right, kind of, I'm, I'm a bitch." She but, still probably had that shit in her head though. Like when uh, after he, no, she, she after he popped off. Nah, Gail's a hyper focused character. She, she that that continues on. But it's I'd hope. each movie it gets less and less and less. They're she de- slowly gets beaten down. I want to know when they have sex. They've had sex before. No, they, they fuck, haven't. They fuck in the first film. No, they don't. It's just off camera, isn't it? Dude, you know. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> Unless they say it, I don't think it happens. How, he was comfortable grabbing that titty. No, but do you see, like, I, I well, feel like... They were married at the time, weren't they? In real life, yeah. yeah. He I'll looked say, like... A reason. He looked, like, so excited, I feel like it was his first time grabbing the titty. A titty in general? No, her titty. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I want to write the guy that wrote third, it a letter. watch the third one. Yeah. He's dead, or the guy that wrote it's still alive. He's doing... He's writing the fifth one. That's cool. It is. I have high hopes for the fifth one. Are you ready for the third one? When's the fifth one come out? Uh, Probably after COVID, dude. I don't think anyone's doing anything. Yeah. When's COVID come out? That's, <laughs> well, it's dude, been out. <laughs> they stealth dropped that one, bro. That's honestly a uh, conversation that nobody... That's something nobody knows, including, yeah. like, the center of disease control. Like, nobody knows. They should just text someone that knows. Like, for real, nobody this is getting knows. boring. I know it's getting boring. <laughs> They, they never make a movie about the middle of the pandemic. It's always a train. No, 28 days later is after, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's almost middle. It's like. Kind of, yeah. It's still like. It's not the middle, though. It's not like. Are zombie movies done? Oh. Um, this walk- don't say yes. They're my favorite. Walking Dead kills zombies. I Walking Dead, I don't, I don't so. like. like. So, my favorite zombie movie is A Train to Busan. Um, okay. And. It's uh, what's it called? Uh, it's a Korean film, and it came out. I want to say three years ago. It might be a little bit, not quite that long ago, but um, yeah, that movie's insane. And I I'm a big fan of like localized horror, uh, and not like wide scale horror, but that that movie does a good job with that. And so I, I think there's still hope. It's just my favorite zombie film of all time is probably this is a weird answer, but it is honestly Diary of the Dead. Yeah, that movie's insane. I love I, it. I forget what the name of mine is. Is that bad? Describe it. We got you. I'm trying to think about it in my head to describe it, and it's like literally escaping me. I can only remember where I was when I watched it last. Do you? What's the thing that sticks with you from it the most? There was a scene where there was, like, a big-ass wall, and they, like, were climbing the wall by just all running at it, and then they, like, piled on top of each other, and That's eventually Land were... Land of the Dead, I believe. Nah. That doesn't sound familiar. It, it could... I mean, uh, is it, like, a... 
is it like a uh, like a military base wall or or it could have been World War Z? That yeah, World War Z, World War Z. I, I love that movie. I mean, it's basically just an action film. Yeah, that's but it's I've fucking never, awesome. I love it. It's it it has very little to do with the book that it's based on. <laughs> And the game I don't has read. Even less I read to do. his first book. I haven't read his second book. It's uh something Brooks, right? That's his mm. name. Um, his first book is uh How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, and, and then, I've read that. Basically, you should just carry a machete. That's yeah. the whole book. I mean, kind that, of. That's kind of like anything that can be you easily maintained. Any, whatever weapon you have, it shouldn't be loud, and you should only be able to hold it with one hand. Machete. There's True. nothing really else. Uh well yeah anything axes like everyone says axe have you carried an axe before it's heavy yeah it's real heavy you gotta be fucking Hulk you gotta be like fucking Thor over here <laughs> and not everyone's running around with that himbo <laughs> strength so scream too <laughs> uh I feel like that's kind of the testament to this film just not being able to stay on topic uh, <laughs> no, when talking about it. There. <laughs> No, no like, this this movie's amazing. Oh, I love it. It's it's a great film for sure, but it Definitely. it does have little problems. What what are they? I think that it has some logistical problems towards the they may, beginning. I think they made like it what? Soon. Uh no. What logistical? I think that it being rushed meant that it, they were actually able to capitalize, which was weird. Yeah, that's true. Like it, the first film was amazing, but keeping in mind with like how quickly horror took over as like a, a popular media at that time. I feel like scream two being released. It could have just been lost in the ether and And when they come out so quickly to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could have been lost in the ether, but say had it been made in 2004 instead of 1997, uh, not even a year after the first one, like it, might have just been lost in the ether and that sucks to think about but i think that's also how they were able like if it had been made later and not rushed they probably wouldn't have got jamie kennedy back or like courtney cox back um they were all down yeah the whole cast came back yeah and i think that's because it was so was such a quick turnaround they were like they didn't have enough time to pick up another task or another thing yeah they couldn't even go look for another quest yeah he's like yo you want to do this again i have even more coin this time they're like fuck it run it up yeah true and i it hadn't been uh like made like i said in 2004 2006 something like that i think they probably wouldn't have gotten those characters uh especially with like the eventual fame of like friends where courtney cox is making a million dollars an episode plus maybe like if she didn't go to that instantly after because this movie popped off, she would have got something better. I mean, well, she was she a was, big she, actress at the time. Yeah, she was already a big actri- Did actress. Did you see that clip? What? Okay, so uh, the Jennifer Aniston. Dude, clip. I have seen the first two movies. I'm not lying when I said we ran those VHSs so hard that they caught into the VCR player and we we pulled them out and we had to get new VHSs. We warned the shit out of these. And I still didn't I literally just now caught something that I didn't see the first 984 times that I've seen this film. <laughs> the Jennifer Aniston quip that the, yeah. I 
That's the first time I noticed that. They like mentioned nude like photos of, of Gail. Uh, Gail Weathers online, and she said it was my face, Jennifer Aniston's body. Yeah, Courtney and Cox and Jennifer Aniston were the stars of Friends. Well, part of the cast, but yeah, they were like they were the only ones that continued on. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's they that's were the only ones that continued their career. Yeah, David Schwimmer kind of fell off. Matthew Perry had problems. And Matt LeBlanc is doing shit. It's now, like saying enough. that, hey, do you guys know the Olsen twins? Like, <laughs> like other than Bob Saget, no one really like no one else continued their career. In yeah. Full house. So Courtney Cox didn't even. I feel like Jennifer Aniston kind of had a real career. Courtney Cox had Scream, Friends, and. You know, all I know. I never watched a a lot of weird stuff like rom-coms and stuff. Yeah. But as she like, I feel like scream is like, I feel like Uh, being in a franchise like scream, people rag on horror, but being in a franchise like scream, you have a job. You're going to get work again. And that's what, as an actor, that's your priority getting more work. And horror is only doing is the only genre that's doing eight of the same film. Well, except for the MCU. Unless they kill her. Yeah. <laughs> MCU's a pretty, like, that job is pretty. Yeah, but those, like that. It's kind of yeah. like that. Like, where uh, you know, or there's a possibility that this can turn into a franchise. I should probably just it, suck it up. It you is kind of weird. Because, like, horror was doing franchises, obviously, the 70s and 80s onward. They started doing franchises back to back. And then that mentality of, like, don't release a film unless you plan it to be a franchise has, like, really taken off in the last 10 years or so. It like, really every has. Film, it every really film. has, but they don't work. Not all of them work out. I mean, that's true. Not all, but, not all of them work out. And the ones that work out. Name three that didn't work out. Uh, the The dark universe invisible man is like the only one that's going to get anywhere remotely anything you good. don't know that lehigh wannell's doing do you mean like the 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 universal reboot of yeah Monster the films? the mummy Le- was lehigh wannell the mummy's awful but they they after the mummy was awful they scrapped it well i know and they, they scrapped and, the the dark universe and when they did invisible man you do know lehigh wannell's doing wolfman yeah right like, i know so you have no hope I like mean, I feel, I have, I feel I like have... I feel like if someone can do it, Lehigh Wano has never showed us negative, like something like, negative. I can't name a negative example he's shown me, like but I can't dead, name an like example feel, he's shown I me. Hope, <laughs> I have hope in this film, just like I had hope in Mike Flanagan doing something. I mean, okay, that's fair. I like Invisible Man. Invisible Man was really good. Th- and they are things that, yeah, th- it's really good. It's really old. And when something's so old, it's hard to bring it back. To be honest, though, Invisible Man, I think the writing wasn't that fantastic. I think the direction was amazing. You think the modernization of Invisible Man wasn't good? Like how no, they it was put, good. The writing was pretty that was typical. In the script, like the the way he modernized it is pretty much the basis of the script i know that it was more direction yeah. and this is from someone that this is his second film well, yeah. he's not really a director he's been writing film yeah he's been writing a bunch of shit so oh, yeah, i guess he did direct I, that film didn't he he did both yeah. he did both and they're putting literally blumhouse and universal are putting all their hope into him they were like this is our last chance obi-wan kenobi <laughs> 
Yeah, he, the direction in that film is insane. He really makes you think that the the antagonist is there in every scene. If someone doesn't know film, they wouldn't even know that this is a monster film from yeah. the fucking 30s. Nobody would even know. Yeah. But until it has a name like Frankenstein or Wolfman or Dracula or Creature from the Black Lagoon, then you know. Black but Lagoon Invisible was... Man wasn't really... I mean... That movie was like it was a horror film back in the '30s, but it wasn't like it. W- it was the least horror of all yeah, of those, yeah. for sure. Even this, even the new one is not that horror. That, it's more it, of a suspense thriller type of thing. Yeah, it really focuses saying, on like the psychology. Movies. I have hope. Yeah, I mean, I have some hope on that, but it, the Mummy definitely fell flat on creating a franchise. That that movie was trash. What's another example? Scream Two. What? <laughs> Just kidding. That movie's legendary. Fuck you, mean. You think it's legendary? Yeah. What would you do? You know anything about a rating scale? Uh, what do you mean? You have, have you watched any of our episodes? Listen to them. No. I'll link them to you sometime. Yeah, I mean, I I need so, to listen. So we have a rating scale. Zay. It's basically like you're filling out the McDonald's survey to get a free meal the, on the receipts they give you. It's one to five, he's with like, one being. He's like, Dude, you know you're the only one that does that, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, so, so I, zero, zero. We, we have I love the receipts. I assume everyone knows them shits are juice. From, we have but, a uh, scale from one to five. Yeah, where one is the frowny face, three no, is a is middle. Trash, f- one yeah. is Blair Witch Project. Uh, to him, not to us. Yeah, I mean. And then three is like a neutral face, and then five is like a smiley face. No, I mean, I definitely, I think I'd give Scream two like a four, yeah. probably. It's like, a, a five I, for me. I'd run it up. Give it a four. Like I'd it's, give it a four. it's definitely there. Like there's a lot in that film that I really love, and I just I'd definitely like, give honestly, it a four. Wes Craven in general, I love him as a director. What's your one favorite thing if you had to pinpoint one in that film? Yeah. Uh. Hmm. I honestly, I'm a sucker for like I've mentioned before his continuity throughout the films, like showing you little things like the stones falling when they're doing the play, and then that coming back, that wall being weakened during the play, and then it falling onto Billy's mom. Um, later on, like that is insane continuity. He did it a lot in the first film where we see it was a ton. He did a lot of that shit. Dude, his time continuity in the first one is insane where, like, they randomly mention in the van that they're on a delay from the footage in the house. So they're watching Ghostface stand behind. Yeah, he's standing behind Jamie. 13. It was 13. I think it's 13, yeah. But he's standing behind uh, Randy in the living room and then leaves and they're like oh okay but then he leaves the living room and is in the van like immediately after that killing the cameraman and we know like as viewers that seems off like oh he just left the room and uh but now he's in the van now after the film you know that that's because there's two killers and that's why it happened like that that was new that was new and they brought the two killer thing back True. I do like that. And, well, we know that, like, the time worked out like that because there's two killers. But they logically explain it earlier in the film to keep continuity in the belief that there's only one killer throughout yeah. the whole film. And that's they do that a lot. Like, I mean, That's bit- a real, like, 
neat intricacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, is. it takes a lot of but attention it, to that's detail. A, that's also kind of the whole vibe you got when the first time Billy got suspected as the killer. Yeah. Because why do you have a cell phone, dude? <laughs> why are you at the crime scene right after it happens? Yeah. And I love that. And they it was tried. supposed to the whole like the police suspecting him and then letting him off after realizing his phone records didn't match anything was supposed to keep the viewer away from Billy. They were like, it's not Billy. Yeah. And then it's the crazy and, boyfriend. Yeah. And then in this film, all, another cool, like continuity callback is uh, Randy. Like we mentioned earlier, Randy talking about how sub- subverting expectations is always important in a sequel. And, he references uh, Mrs. Voorhees being the killer in the first Friday the 13th. It could be a woman. Yeah, it could be a woman. And then they turn around and it's the killer's mom. And this one is like I never thought everything. about that where he mentions it. Yeah. And then they kind of low-key focus on it. I don't look at Mrs. Loomis as a woman killer. I look at Miss Lewis or Mrs. Loomis as a really, really pissed off parent. Oh, absolutely. She's she's not just a puppeteer. Pamela Voorhees wasn't a pissed off parent because she was, but it made sense. Yeah, there's definitely like psychologically the characters are very different, but which is why one had an endgame goal and one just wanted to be famous. Well, I don't think Mrs. Loomis kind of wanted to be famous. That was no Mickey's Mickey thing. did. Oh, I was yeah. talking about one had uh, an end game and had re- like a revenge plot and plan yeah. and was guiding Mickey. And Mickey literally just wanted to be famous because he wanted to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Mickey just, he did. She he even said my quickest. motive is in his nineties is Mickey's. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he knew what he was doing. Mickey is the quintessential like Machiavellian psycho, I f- psychopath. I feel character. like Mickey probably should have had a bigger part in the in the film, not as the killer. I feel like he should have been around the gang, like should have been more intricate in general. He only popped up like three to four yeah, times yeah, and each yeah. time he was sketchy. Well, the, that's the joke. He's like, I get, like, it's kind of the point. Like he's kind of a douchebag and people don't really like him. He's really only around True. because of Derek. Um, and so every team, every scene we see him in aside from the initial scene with the, uh, film theory class, he, uh, is only there because of Derek. And that's why it's kind of played into the hands of like, oh, Derek like the, is probably yeah, doing this. Maybe Derek's the involved. Boyfriend. And then he directly I knew he blames. wasn't. They kept saying it so often. I knew it wasn't him. Well, yeah. And then they like, they directly blame, or Mickey directly blames Derek before shooting him. Like They kept thinking it was him. Dewey thought it was him. Uh, Randy thought it was him. I knew it wasn't him because everyone kept bringing it up that it could have been him. Yeah. I was like, that's not, it's not him. She's got to stop having boyfriends. She does. <laughs> I mean, this guy was fine. He didn't Spoiler actually... Spoiler alert. They all keep dying, though. She'll just become a lesbian in the next film. And then they'll die. So you're saying she shouldn't have any romantic relationships? She can't love because everything she touches dies. She fights that. Yeah. I feel like she fights that, but you haven't seen anything other than the second one. Yeah. You'll just watch the third and the fourth. Seriously? No, uh, we've we weren't talking about anything super important, but no, uh, the it's just, it's it is just a really good film. This is 
really good sequel to come off of. And it had a lot of hype to hold up to. Who's your favorite character that is new? Uh, new? Mickey. Mickey? Really? Mickey. Really? He's I just ridiculous. That kid's fucking weird. Yeah, that's the point. That that's the actor, really his actor's surprising cool. thing. I like his actor a lot. His um, I think that he just nails the like psychotic, like he he's just a very normal character. He did what he was supposed to do, and that was it. And he got a fucking shot. Yeah, like the you know bitch who mine he was, is. To be I'm honest, kidding. Who? Huh. The cameraman. Oh really? Yeah, because yeah, he was. Uh, I thought part, he was a killer for a he minute. He was a part of the meta. No, no, no. When he they they the dipped and then uh, because he knew one the first cameraman died. He didn't know at first, but first cameraman died. He knows he's he's probably gonna die, so he was like, you know what, the best yeah. idea to do here is to dip the fuck out. Yeah, he's, it took him a little while, and then he saw someone get murdered in his van. So yeah. right there's it's, where I thought I thought he killed him. Because uh, it was his van? No, because he went to get donuts when they went to yeah. go do it. And then it Bro, was half van. the cast but, wasn't there wait, during but that But then the when point. they when they were when Gail was watching the stuff with Dewey and it started playing scenes from when that shit happened, I thought it was like, whoa, now the cameraman had that Spoiler footage. Spoiler alert, they're going to put those scenarios in your head to keep you guessing throughout every single one of those. I know. Yeah, I that know. was the point. Okay. But yeah, they right there, job. I was guessing. I thought maybe it was. I was like, "Whoa! All these stars." You really thought aligned. it could have been him? Yeah. Mm. And the, I never. That never crossed my mind. The reveal that it was actually like Mrs. Loomis in the van that killed, that actually surprised me. But it. I also have a problem with that. That's probably what? why I don't like the second one that much as much as other people do. Why? Because Sydney was on this campus when Mrs. Loomis was, and she recognized her right away. You mean to tell me this is the first time Sydney saw her? Well, keep in mind, Sydney is really erratic throughout this film, and she's so caught up in herself, and like whether or not she should trust Derek. I just don't Derek. know why nobody noticed who she was until like well, Sydney until, goes, "Oh, this is Billy Loomis's mother." Well, until like the last moment, like it's very possible. It is a big campus, so it's just possible that Sydney didn't I have any interactions. So. It's just something I have problems. With. But she like, might have purposely been ducking Sydney too. Yeah, that's possible as well. I don't think she was purposely ducking anybody because she was literally in public asking questions during press conferences but yeah but like if she's like kind of don't look the same she only really has to hide from people that know her well so yeah. she just like ducks yeah. sydney she I should mean, be good you literally said you lost weight and a guy you knew no, for I 10 know years that, didn't no that's why you. i believed gail well I be yeah i believed that gail didn't recognize her because there's plenty of well, people that have seen me in public and didn't recognize they, me and i didn't even lose i mean you could say I lost a lot, but I don't think that my appearance have changed that much. But there are people that have been close to me that are like, dude, I didn't even recognize you. Yeah. Well, that's but the thing. Sydney recognized her right away. Well, I think she, she even said Mrs. Loomis. She was the only person that said, hey, that's Mrs. Loomis. So yeah, maybe she just ducked Sydney. She did. That. She could have. She did Sydney. say it with like a uh, question mark, though. So it could have just been like, could that like be a, Mrs. that Loomis? moment of rec like recognition? Um, like it could have just been the first time she saw her since her weight loss, because they did say she lost like sixty pounds or something. A makeover. Like that. Yeah, she had like a full makeover. Maybe first time she saw her in that light, it was pretty bright there because all that shit was breaking. Are any of this one a five too? Yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with the heavy. What was your favorite kill? 
Because the kills, oh. even though they're not the f- as upfront and personal as this one, I feel like the kills are still good. I like the second one. The girl? The yeah, because I thought it was crazy that he just kept that's Will stabbing. Smith. You know that's Will Smith's wife? Really? Well, yeah. Cool. Divorced. Or was. <laughs> they divorced? Uh, well, yeah. Did I you thought not- he was okay with it. Oh, oh yeah. I guess he was it's okay. Called, it's called uh, polygamy. Didn't we have this discussion already? I don't... Th- he was definitely crying. I don't think that's polygamy. <laughs> that's a meme. <laughs> he was that's a fucking crying. meme, dude. That's not even real life. That's literally a meme. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The uh, I don't weird. know. I don't know the full story. But anyway, it, but. Jada Pinkett, you liked her kill. Yeah, and then how she got on top of the screen. That was a nineties kill. Like yeah, that was a nineties kill to the fullest. Cause like the whole we want to see more thing. And like how it was packed, the theater yeah. was packed, and everyone was pretending to be a killer, kind of. Yeah, and That's... no one noticed that that was actually real until she was bleeding. If Dewey would have died, that would have been a good kill. And there were even people. Yeah, that, like... no, it was. Oh yeah, that that was a pretty good kill. I think that kill, being as emotional as it was, was the signal that he wasn't actually dead, though. Because every other kill is like it was a little dramatic. I feel like quick. Dewey's in the second one was a little over dramatic. Like, well, think like even the music well, came. I think well, that's it's, the it's, signal that it, he wasn't actually dead, and that so? it meant so much to them. Because Gail really fucks with him, dude. I'm I not feel saying it. She doesn't. I just think like it was a, a lot, over dude. Well, she really fucks with him. Well, think about how quickly Randy got like dismissed. Randy's kill was kind of brutal. Yeah. Well, he I think straight up got knifed in a van. Also, with how much he was struggling, explained. Yeah. Like how uh, that's another like hint that it was not Mickey there because passion. Well, yeah, passion. Yeah. He. Uh, she even said that she did that it, later on. She said that she actually. Like she, pissed when yeah, she, she got him. knife she happy. Pissed. Yeah, she got knife happy. So because he was talking shit on Billy, he said Billy Loomis. Billy, he called her a mama's boy. He called Billy a mama's boy to his mom, who's killing people. A homoerotic. What do you think is gonna boy. happen? He got butchered. Fuck. Yeah, he did. And nobody's throat got slit. That was surprising. Yeah, I think that that was they did that in the first one like too much yeah too much and so they were just like ah gut stabs we're just gonna stab people yeah like uh, my favorite kill in the film should be no surprise it's sarah michelle geller the Getty. throw yeah he Wait. stabs her twice I in the back the and throws her off the balcony oh yeah that kill, one's insane i think the sequence leading up to said kill was probably my favorite yeah where she's but like running away kill itself was not which is okay if it is yours yeah the the I just like think the, the lead stabbing. up to it was so scream. Yeah, the actual stabbing is like very weak in that scene. Um, it was kind of like the stabbing that we saw in Casey Becker. Yeah, which I think she was on the repeat where he was cloning. At yeah, first. she was. Her, she was, was Casey. Casey. She was Casey Cooper. Okay. Yeah. So th- that also kind of makes sense that it's a callback. I think her chase sequence there being as long as it was is also kind of like a little. Wink and nod at her chase sequence in uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. As well, because Scre- that's the best oh, sequence in that Scream, film. Scream 2 is better than I... Now that I'm talking about it, Scream 2 is Finally. really good. I can't wait till you see the <laughs> after After what? 45 minutes to an hour of us rambling about other shit. Oh, it's been, <laughs> finally oh, it's talking been, about an, it's been an hour a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I, I fuck with Scream 2 hard. I just... Would not put it on a Scream 1 level. 
No, I don't. I don't think it's Scream One. Scream like and Zay the, fucks with it on that level. I wanna. I cannot wait to hear his opinion on three. I better because it's a three five. is kind of like the redheaded stepchild of this franchise. Yeah, which is is okay because I still fuck with it. But I get why people think that at the same time because I fuck with because I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I was literally eleven. <laughs> And we, my entire I would family, not see that in theaters after family, watching see, two. What the fuck? Are you an idiot? It was three years after. You should have got killed in there for going. <laughs> Damn. Why my, would you do my that? My family didn't limit my... They limited how long I could digest media, but they didn't tell me what I could and could not. No, I don't care about yeah. what the media was. It was just that the last one, they died in there. What if, what if someone stabbed you in there? We never, we never thought that that was gonna happen. Yeah, because we had brains. Movie theater shootings weren't really that big of a thing until uh, honestly, the Dark they're Knight not came really out. a thing now. It's just that one incident happened and got globalized because everybody has a fucking camera in their pocket. True. Violence is violence not is new. Down right. Violence now. isn't new. It's, it's actually just no. Honestly, if you want, if you want to look at the statistics, violence in general is down. Yeah. I mean, we can't really go 90s. out and do anything. There's from the nineties. <laughs> well, okay, especially right now. But I, yeah, most I of us are just vibing right now, dude. I'm just saying, my family, every single person in my family, fucks with horror hard. I'm gonna say the story again. When I was six, when Toy Story came out, my before Toy Story came out and we saw it in theaters, my mom made me watch Child's Play. What's that? Yeah, I saw Child's Play when I, that's the first like Chucky movie. If you so know. I didn't oh. know when I saw Toy Story, I didn't know if my toys were gonna kill me or if they <laughs> were gonna fucking hang out with me. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I saw Child's Play when I was like eight. Um, but my first interaction with Scream, I was like six, I want to say. Seven. I was seven. I was like six. Um, I'm a little younger than you. Yeah. I'm only 26, but. Five. Five years. Yeah. Because you were 25 last year, I remember. So I would have been uh, six when I saw it. And I was, or no, I guess, no, I was, I was either six or seven. But I was hanging, I was staying with my uh, aunt and my cousins had Scream 1 and 2 on VHS. And, I have uh, them now yeah. next to my bed. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, they all went trick or treating, and I like I was watching something with them, and I picked up the VHS, and they're like, "Nah, you don't want to watch that. It's too scary." But I had like already watched like the original Texas Chainsaw and like Evil Dead and stuff by that time, <sighs> and so I was like, "No, I, I want to watch these films. They look really cool." And uh, so I I faked being sick and told my family that I didn't want to. Uh, go trick-or-treating and then i just stayed home and watched scream instead (laughs) honestly fuck it i would much rather do that than trick-or-treat yeah i mean i i've always been like a big horror fan since i was a kid that's not your thing yeah horror is not for me but But i I feel like that you have grown i feel like you're going to appreciate meta horror films I'll probably like some horror ones. I don't, like, hate them. I want to watch Tucker and Dale. One I liked from when I was really young. I really liked The Exorcist of Emily Rose. I fuck with that movie. There's there's a movie that I would consider, or it's actually two movies now, that are on Netflix. Um, I consider them, like, the next generation of Tucker and Dale style film. It's uh, The Babysitter. Oh, yeah. I fuck with the... F- the I haven't seen the second one the yet. The second one is... Just as campy and over the top, like is they it, just take I it, love the first one. They take the it to a place. So What's it about? Good. 
Dude, it's literally a. <laughs> There's so it's much. It's called the babysitter. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, what basically, does it mean the babysitter. A, well, then a kid, what? A kid finds it, out that his babysitter is part of a blood cult. Oh, shit. And it, it just goes to a place. It, it, it's a self aware horror film that is. It's a B horror film that. It, it, it took off. It's really good. I haven't watched the second one. Yet. The second one's really good. Good. I'm it's, glad to uh, hear that. It's Babysitter Killer Queen. But I watched it the other day on Netflix because I was like, eh, I'm kind of we bored. We were going to watch. We were going to do classic, modern, classic, modern, classic, modern. And our next modern. But the thing is, he enjoyed. Scream wasn't even on the list, but we were at a party. And after we watched The Craft. And all the adults left because Sarah's parents. The craft was awesome too. The craft is the shit. Is literally the shit. But after the craft, we threw on Scream because I've seen it so many times. My wife's seen it because she's literally married to me. The girlfriend's seen it. We've all seen it so many times. We just throw it on as a background movie. And Zade was like in it. Yeah. And it's such a good movie. And when he when I saw that he was in it, I was like, we should talk about this movie. Yeah. And he liked the first one. And I didn't think he would. I didn't think it was going to be a movie he liked. I was like, we should probably see the second one. That that actually has me excited to show you, like, for to see you like watch more horror films. In general, yeah, yeah. just in general, because I think I knew how you were going to react to Blair Witch. Yeah, and that wasn't a good jumping off point. I should have gave you, but the movie was is so different now than what it was then. I wanted to get a new perspective to it, but I feel like you're not going to hate horror as much as you think you do. I don't really hate it, I guess. It's just, just not for me. You just never really interacted with it. Yeah, or, or, it's not my level. preference. I think one of the reasons, like, horror is my favorite genre when it comes to movies, just because unlike other films where it requires a lot of lore or, uh, like, something I can dig my teeth into, horror has that in artistry. Like there's so many, so much that take or that is necessary to be a good horror film, or that you can do in a horror film that you can't really do and convey in other films. Like That's what? Kind of, can you elaborate on that? Horror is kind of the rule breaker genre. It's kind of the post punk type of genre. Yeah. Like the it was. I don't want to say Sex Pistols. So, but. It's kind of like the original, like, I don't know. It's, it, it, which is, you'll, okay. So the best example uh, to me is like, or one of the best examples, I kind of mentioned it a little bit to you, but um, the first Halloween, which you'll see uh, in the near future, um, a lot of that film is shot with these long tracking, stalking shots where the camera takes on a quality that the camera for the majority of that film is the bad guy. The camera is the threat for the majority of the film until we see Michael Myers start picking people off. And from the like straight out the gate, John Carpenter makes it under, makes you understand that this is a film about this girl being stalked and her friends being killed. And, and you're lot, kind of the stalker then and, it feels like if the and, camera and a lot, is and a lot yeah. of horror films they play on at least they try to because no one's going to be scared of something that they don't find scary. And a lot of times they put things situations that you could experience 
in front of your face and make it into a scary situation. Like how Stephen King, like no one like, like, like some people don't like Stephen King, but Stephen King did it in Pet Cemetery. What's that? What's Pet Cemetery? It's a, it's a really famous book about a guy who buries a pet cat in a cemetery and the cat comes back to life and starts haunting them. It plays on parents fear to lose a child. Yeah. Really? That's what it plays on. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think the movie was scary until I had a kid. It's, it's not, it's obviously not a, uh, just the pet just the cat or anything like that it's nothing like that or it's not just that there's a lot more to it like it's symbolic or kind of the kind of i want to say atmospheric there's the the real horror comes from the fact that he buries his dead child there and And you relate to him to want to bring the child back and when he brings the child back it was a bad yeah it's very evil it deals with themes of grief and that that's a big thing with horror as well a lot of things can be very metaphorical so I mentioned earlier uh, today, we, I was talking about Midsummer. A big part of Midsummer's story is about grief because straight out the gate, the first thing that happens in that film is the main character, uh, her sister murder suicides, her like parents and herself. And uh, a lot of the struggle through that movie is her trying to like cope with that and move forward. And you, a lot of the things that happen throughout the film are very metaphorically linked to her grief. Do you think Scream plays on that at all? Uh, that kind of thing? To a degree. Like, uh, kind of like, like how Halloween plays on the uh, suburban aspect, where you're not expecting that kind of situation in that setting. Yeah. Where... It's literally a suburban setting, and you don't expect a killer to start picking off babysitters. Like that's, that's something that doesn't yeah. really happen. Do you think that that suburban setting is played on screen at all? I think that the heavy metaphors are something that, um, like a Wes Carpenter film, kind of. Yeah, they've they've started to become much more normalized now. Like films now have a lot of themes around them so i like i mentioned crimson peak earlier one of my favorite parts about that film is that it is very much about ghosts and stuff like that but very on in the film the the character is explaining a book and uh the she's like talking to a um publisher and he's like oh i didn't know this was going to be a ghost story and she was like, well, the ghosts are actually just like metaphorical representations of the past. And throughout the film, you understand that now. Um, and those types of things are extremely important, at least for me. As That's a why watcher, I like three so horror. much. That's why I like Scream 3. Yeah. Because I don't want to spoil anything. Not because of our audience. I don't give a fuck about them. Well, for Zade. Yeah, we could spoil the fuck out of our audience, but Zade's, I don't want to spoil it for Zade. Zade's our I, You're just going to find out things about the first one that you didn't know before. Yeah, I, I really... They try to do that. That's something else that's like really good. For it. That's something else that's really good with horror, is you can always go back and recontextualize things. Yeah. I don't think Texas Chainsaw Massacre ever did that. They just kept trying to make the same film. Yeah, like so the first one was insanely good. And then the no. next like three or four yeah. that they made were just kind of slasher films. And I kind like of the remake. 
I the like remake it. is really Do you good. like it? Yeah. The, okay. It's like 2001. I, I thought I was the only one that liked it. I, uh, liked the I think it goes. Over I don't the like top watching the gore. original. I'll just put on the remake sometimes. No, the original. The original. The original is so good. It's really good. It's terrifying. But it's like good in the sense of. I don't think I can compare it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre it, to anything. It, those to types of films, like, they have like a very like insane reaction from you like it's kind of like going on the wrong part of the internet you're like i don't think yeah, I should be no, seeing this. you're exactly right because those movies you feel what the actual victims and characters felt in the and film i think that's something and that for texas chainsaw massacre is traumatizing yeah those those things are important to horror films, and that's something that Scream does pretty well as well. Scream does definitely do that. It makes you care about the characters so much that you feel that. and But you don't the know if they're the killer at the same time. With the characters being like, it could be anyone. And yeah. They do that. Even Wes went so far to when he filmed all four. What? He hid who was actually the killer from the actual actor yeah. so that they actually didn't know who the killer was. Even the actors didn't until the end. Yeah. That's like a so big old game a genuine, of Among Us. So he'd get a genuine <laughs> reaction from them. And, uh, Hopefully that was done in one take, because after the first take, you know who it is. Well, that's true. But he um, also throughout the film, like you, you feel for the characters, but also the... The, it's genuinely scary because they mention like this costume is sold at any like diamond store. This could market. happen here. This it, could happen yeah, anywhere. It, it could go anywhere. Yeah. And it, it, there's parts of it where you're just like, I don't think I should be watching this because it's, there's a part of you that's like, this feels real. And I think that's why the third one got changed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cause it did get real. Yeah, it, in society, it touches and on very after difficult. It got real in society. Topics. They had to change some shit. I wish it didn't. Even though I haven't seen it, I'm sure it'll be. Fine I think you'll way, enjoy the third. One. You'll you'll like it. You'll It'd be enjoy cool it. if you like the it. first. It's and different. Second, I'm not like gonna lie. It's different. It's yeah. a little different, but it's a little not. It plays on Hollywood. Yeah, and that's why we're not gonna talk about the Harvey Weinstein thing <laughs> yeah. until we watch the third one. Damn. And the third one, I don't think we're going to do in October because yeah. we have to do. I wanted to do a modern. I don't want to just make October Screen Fest. I mean, that's always valid, though. <laughs> for real, I'm not saying Scream uh, Scream isn't good for October. I'm just saying, can we have some variety? Yeah, <laughs> and because uh, I want to end it with Halloween. Yeah, that's because it's Halloween. That's the classic. Right. You always want to. I don't like, honestly, if you could think of a more iconic horror film. Well, it's the could you? it's the reason Could you do it. No, like Friday the 13th only exists because of Halloween. They were Same literally. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, that's why Wes Craven cash in. It was uh, like six years after. Yeah. Nightmares more. They never did that. Nightmare is more campy and it has like I think like Nightmare is a more creative version of that. I because Nightmare was creative. Yeah, absolutely, definitely creative. It was, it's definitely like, but it's still played on the slasher thing. Yeah, it was just a little later to the to the show. Yeah, because I think they weren't made. I think the first Nightmare was like eighty two. Yeah, it was a little late. Like 
It was Johnny, Johnny Depp. Son, that's, that's Johnny ancient. Depp. That's Johnny Depp. The um, that's young Johnny Depp. That's super. It was the first film he was ever in. In the credits, it says uh, Present, presenting. Or, uh, Don, presenting. Johnny Depp, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It is wild. But honestly, uh, I'm not even that big of a fan. I mean, the first uh, Friday the Thirteenth is the first film Kevin Bacon ever did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> God. <laughs> He didn't know who Drew Barrymore was. I he doesn't know who anyone is. It's, it's great. Fine. I mean, he I knew who Johnny it. Depp was, but I mean, come on. I mean, I've said that about you know who Will Smith is, right? Yeah. Okay. I have to ask. I feel bad for asking, but I have to ask yeah. him. But uh, no, I'm I'm excited to see you interact with like the franchise as it goes on. Do you want to sure. do three? Do you want to be here for three? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I'll be here for as many as you want me to be. Okay. Here, cool. Because. I, I just like horror films. I like <laughs> films in general, but I yeah, really we, like we're not films. just gonna do horror. It's just October. Yeah, we didn't even only do horror in October. We did uh, Zombie Island. I feel like that's a classic Halloween. I feel film. like this dude wants to do Hocus Pocus real bad. I really like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I have. Such it was the a first crush. time when we watched it at my crib. It was his first time actually seeing it. Yeah, which was weird to me. I mean, it's not that weird for him. Are you guys going to do Trick or Treat? I didn't think about that. That's like I, the quintessential I, Halloween film. I like Trick or Treat. Yeah. I do like it. I was going to do uh, my sister. I was going to do a modern one, and my sister suggested Into the Tall Grass. And I haven't uh, seen that. Yeah, I haven't actually watched that. I, I know what it is, but I haven't actually watched it. Me no neither, lie. surprisingly. We're not surprised. Who would have guessed that We're shit? surprised. <laughs> but I wanted so everybody like even Ghostface says, What's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. And the definitive what every kind of horror person says, Hey, what's the scariest movie of all time? Everyone goes to The Exorcist. Yeah. I so so that. I wanted to show him The Exorcist. Uh, I'd be down to watch it. I want to see that. I'd put that high on the list. Why? Uh, because I saw a movie with a similar name and I liked it. Oh, so. Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, so because the words or are similar, so I associate it with a good movie, so I'm assuming it'll be good. Yeah, the that movie is... Uh, so, like, my favorite part about The Exorcist is the soundtrack, or, like, the sound design in general. And they used one of my favorite composers, George Crumb. They used his uh, night... It's one act of a larger piece of music, but uh, Night of the Insects is in that, and it's like this really insane grating sound. Dude, to be honest, I think the movie's How overrated. would you describe I the sound? I think the movie's overrated. It's hard to explain. To I'll show honest, you at some other point. I think The Exorcist right is not the scariest film of all time. I don't think it is anymore. Honestly, if I could put the scary... If I could... I couldn't say a number one, but if I could put three movies in a... Like tier list, I think the ring is definitely on there. Like, um, I feel like the ring is pretty fucking scary. I think I'm a big fan of the ring. I think I definitely go the original Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I'd, I'd put um, that there too. I'd probably put uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in there. I'd put the ring in there, and I don't know about the third. I'd um, have to think about it. I'd have to think. Uh, a, a candidate for me for sure is uh, Perfect Blue by Hitoshi Kone. 
Um, what is that? That sounds kind of cool. It's uh, it's anime. But really? It's it's a movie. It's an anime movie. I don't really fuck with anime that hard. But it's the thing that I really like about horror related to anime is you can do things that you can't visually do. You in, can do that. Yeah, but you can. Like, there's a part in. That's uh, why the first thing I'm going to do, like, I actually have a story that I want to write, and it's probably going to be a comic okay. because I cannot make a film out of the thing that I because I do not have the money to make said story into a right. film. So it's probably going to be a comic, which is literally what I don't want to say that anime is based off comics, but if you think about it, it is. Kind of. Every way. every almost almost everything, not everything cuz like horror movies is probably the only thing most things are based off comics. Some storyboards are comics. Yeah. Storyboards are comics, but storyboards have been around for a long time. Comics have been around since like the 1800s. Like uh, it's not quite that old, is it? Superman was 1937. Yeah. But there were peanuts. Yeah. Have I guess been that's true. way before that. Sunday night the the Sunday comics have been I don't want to say eighteen hundreds, but at least nineteen hundreds. It might be Com- comics have been around forever. I'm not saying every idea is yeah, based on say- the comic. I'm just saying that the comic like if I'm like anime is literally manga is literally comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what they are. Yeah. It's it's definitely the matchup of like artistry plus storytelling and if i'm going to make a story that i can't make with a budget it's probably going to be in a comic book oh yeah because, because i'm not writing a... a novel bro yeah you gotta find <laughs> i'm not someone who can like do the art for you. oh yeah my boy john he just published a comic you That's guys cool. should see it he's gonna send it to me hell yeah i'll take a peek he uh he's kind of booked so he doesn't want to do my idea now but he does want to do it in the future which is comic i want to write oh yeah yeah my it's bad. about uh twin girls is it horror related yeah kind of horror can work in comic form as well like uh cast walking yeah. dead i mean uh the the comic final girl as well i mean that's have you seen the movie but i did not oh that's uh there's final girl and then there's final girls final girl is really good it's on netflix that's cool i'll have to check it out you do it's kind of like a babysitter vibe thing. It's kind of like that. I like those kind of. I like revenge stories too. Like I was always a big fan of like I spit on your grave. And I stuff mean, like that. <laughs> yeah, I spit I'll on come. your grave is great, but uh, Scream Two kind of had a revenge story in it. Yeah, Mrs. Loomis. I mean, she, she the actress was so passionate. Like, did you see her eyes? Yeah, it's. She really- was like. Now I'm gonna kill you, bitch. It's really funny seeing her that passionate she was in this pissed. film when she and, and lit- then you saw her in Roseanne. Yeah, she's in Roseanne <laughs> and just like the goofy, like offbeat sister. <laughs> the thought sister. Yeah, she was the thought sister. <laughs> she, she had a, another battered boyfriend after another one. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. She, she she didn't pick good men. Uh but yeah, it's it's fun to see. That character was like I feel like Mrs. Loomis did kind of come out of nowhere. It's like an out I of nowhere. I feel like reveal. I didn't like that. I liked Mickey more than I liked that. I like Mickey's thing, but he's definitely not smart enough to like create all of that. And he thought he strings. was, and he acted like he was. But you're right, he yeah. wasn't. And he that's wasn't why I think all. it was important, especially like Partners was like a big 
thing for this like first movie. So wanting to uh, replicate that in this one makes sense. And I mean, Mrs. Loomis definitely has a better reason (laughs) for wanting to kill people. But also something kind of funny. uh, Did you see that like Mickey even replicates Billy's movements? There's a part where he scratches his head with the knife. Like he, Billy did uh, with the gun. Jeez. Yeah. I did not notice that intricacy. He's like, he has the point against his temple and he like turns it and then he like scratches his head. And it's very similar to like when Billy touches his head with the gun and like he scratches it. a little it. bit too much. The character's a little much. That's, That's what point. I'm saying. That's the character was a little bit too much. And then Mrs. Loomis comes that that wasn't too much. That was like, we, we understand you're pissed because she killed your son. But I think that I don't think she was put into the movie. Well, well, I mean, she's, she pops in and out throughout the film. She's trying to like get the only person she interacts with is Gail. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to like figure out as to why that would be the case like what's the reason for only interacting with gail um i don't understand why she wouldn't interact with sydney because sydney fucking recognized her immediately so so i want to but there's dewey there's other people that are dealing with this that she could interview dewey could have recognized her as well you think so because well i mean i'm not saying that i'm not saying that there's the potential i'm just saying do you think he would have i think it's possible like dewey straight up says like that his air of inexperience is like just a facade so that he can navigate any given situation. I think he was just trying to make him not look dumb because dude, he seemed confident. No, he seemed confident because he was, he had a lot, a lot of time to talk shit to Gail after he read her book. I think it's, he was just pissed about her book and he was just saying, what, what if my dimwitness in the first scenario of events was just a counter to actually look like I'm actually smart when in reality, he's just pissed that she said some bad shit about him in the book. Well, the thing is like, if he was smart enough to draw that comparison, maybe that was the moment of him realizing, Hey, this thing that everyone seems feels like it hinders me. Maybe this is my greatest strength. It is his greatest strength. And yeah, that's a, a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah. He turned that's it how into he looked a strength. at it, too. Yeah, that's exactly. That's how he looked at it. He took this thing that everyone views as, like, a hindrance and used it and put it forward, and he's a fantastic detective in the film. So knowing that you gave it a four out of five, do you give, the since you weren't on the first screencast, do you give the first one a five out of five? Absolutely. So you, Hell yeah. you don't put two on the same. No, I, I think two is just a little bit less, a little bit lacking. Just but it's great. Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel you. It's definitely better. I, I, I will put it at four out of five. Like, too. it's objectively better than a lot of other sequels. Yeah, like it's not. I don't but know. it's ironically not as good as the first. Right. Um. And you put it on par. Yeah. The first one just captured lightning in a bottle. Like, we were there. Yeah. I literally watched it when it came out. I was <laughs> seven. It's not the first horror film I saw. The, probably the first horror movie I've ever seen 
was either Child's Play, Pet Cemetery, or People Under the Stairs. Which People Under the Stairs is Wes Craven. Yeah. No one talks about that. Movie. Yeah, but when you think Wes Craven, you just think Nightmare. That's why. Or Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. The Hills Have Eyes is another good one. It is. People Under the Stairs never gets talked about. It's kind of like Candyman. Yeah. What's that? I can't believe they're making a sequel to Candyman. Jordan Peele is producing it. Yeah. And he I've wrote he wrote Man. some he co-wrote the screenplay. Right. But he's not directing. I wish he would be directing it. I wish he would direct when it. When I as heard well. Jordan Peele was on it, I was like, please get make this his baby. And it's not. It's yeah. not like us. I love that it's the original actor. How though. do you I actually want a another person that has uh, likes film in general uh give their opinion on Jordan Peele. Do you think us was did you watch us? Yeah. Did you think it was better than Get Out? No. Really? I think that Get Out was a once in a lifetime experience for specifically for Jordan Peele. Like he created such an interesting dynamic with the characters. But and tackled a I very think, real I world think Get problem. Out is overrated as fuck. I I do you think that should have won best original screenplay? It was a it won for Academy that year Awards. probably it won Academy Awards, and watching us, there's so much symbolism in us. There's a lot of good stuff about us, but I think the story is much more black and white. There's a very yeah, much like true. good versus evil feel to us, and that works for what the film is. I just love us. It's I a, love it, the film. I think us is really good. Um, I I just don't think it's quite as good as Get Out. Okay, but what? Get Out, like, there's a very real, like, uncanny valley to a lot of the characters in that. I feel like Us is for people that notice symbolic things. Yeah. Like, it was like a Scarlet Letter type of film. What's that analogy mean? A Scarlet Letter type of film? Yeah. Uh, It's in reference to a story called The Scarlet Letter, where a woman is forced to wear a scarlet letter on her lapel that there's a lot of symbolism in the book oh and I geez feel, I, I feel like us was a better screenplay than get out but get out was more of a horror film yeah than us yeah or us more is a of, horror film but only for like the first half yeah it's like a home invasion film that takes on a weird strange quality throughout it the was middle. better than the strangers I like I, the stranger. You, do you like it? I don't like the second. I hate the that second movie. one is so I've never dumb. seen the second one. But the, I like the strangers because it's based on the Manson killings. Is it really? Yeah. The the type of I think Devil's Rejects was a little bit much. Probably better than the strangers. I just I the strangers started off so good. Yeah. Like the first probably three four eighty percent of the movie was good, and then it. The the thing I think the I, purge ended better than the strangers. I hate the purge. You can hate the purge. The, I haven't uh, seen it. Uh, what's it called? The the strangers. The thing that I liked about that film is that you never see the characters. You never know who they I are. I like that too because it they're just these this faceless entity that like proves that like violence exists in the world. And it's one of the reasons that when I watch horror films, I really like slasher films, like Scream, because I fuck with Scream hard. There's like there's something very like a ghost is scary, sure, but like when it comes down to it, 
ghosts can be not believed in. Like somebody can objectively say, I don't believe in ghosts and you're never going to convince me of that. But no one can ever say that serial killers and the human mind isn't legitimately terrifying. Not only that, but it's amongst their peers. It's one of them. Yeah. So it makes it even scarier. It's, like, who is it? It's like, so people, the, the exploration of what people are capable of is in like amazingly i hate when people are like hey this person committed such act when they talk to loved ones like when when cops take the initiative to investigate and they talk to their family first and then they said hey we're suspecting this person of doing something the first thing the family always says is never never him you do not know what people are capable of and scream is a really good the entire saga is a good representation of you do not know who you your peers are capable of yeah and maybe they watch too many fucking movies <laughs> to the point where they're gonna gut you you scare me now movie guy just don't hang out with sydney dude <laughs> you'll yeah. be all right if if she seems like a badass bitch walk away <laughs> Even though everything, get me says, everything says you should probably get closer. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Now, I uh, I just like that. Like the exploration of the human mind in general. I do too. I, any types of films that are willing to go into that. So it's after cool. Scream 2, Dewey, yeah. Sydney, and Gail are still there. Yes. And they're still alive. And the cameraman. So you can look forward... Is the cameraman going to be in the crew? In the third one? Yeah. Do you want a spoiler right now? No. Okay. Then I'm is not going to. Is that even a spoiler? <laughs> is it a spoiler? That no, he's not, in, he's not in the next one, but the, the, the big three are. Yeah. Damn, he said he was back. He faked. No, he just said he wasn't going to die, and then he was out. No, but yeah. he came back to he her peaced. at the end. He came back, but then she was like so shell-shocked by doing The killer's alive. already dead. He yeah. came back after the killer died. There's no fucking. He came back. There's and no said, threat. He's like, let's report. He's no like, threat. He's like, okay, I'm back. Now we can do the news reporter thing. <laughs> Gail was doing the hero because Gail will put aside the reporter shit for the hey, let's catch this killer shit. Yeah. And for the hey, let's kiss Dewey shit. But after the <laughs> let's kiss Dewey. after the <laughs> hey, let's find this killer shit. She's going to have material to write another book and make money. Yeah. So she's making money either way, either being a reporter or being a person to witness said killings. Yeah, dude, she's collecting bank off almost dying. I want to see her do a podcast in the fifth one. That'd oh, my cool. God. That would be awesome. Hey, the killer like, attacks hey, during I'm it. literally living a real life scary movie. Welcome to my podcast. And I'm talking to Cotton Weary, even though. He- yeah. <laughs> Just she's just gonna interview people. Let's just say that she's gonna interview everyone, all the just people. not on camera. Yeah, that would be great if they did that. That's uh, they do it in the Halloween 2018 in the beginning. Like they're like, oh, we're doing a podcast and we're looking for serial killers, and we chose Michael Myers. That movie's cool. They too. even had the Zoom. which one? They had the Zoom. The, the 2018 the sequel Halloween. It's a direct sequel to a the sequel first to the movie. first one. Uh, I don't feel like explaining this timeline. I'd explained it to Amber. I explained it to the, Sarah. I'm not explaining they, the timeline. They just 
cut out everything. They were like, my bad. They were like, oh, John Carpenter didn't even want them to do those. Yeah. He wanted them to do three, but he had nothing to do with three. Yeah. That was just his idea. I think three's best execution is in the movie Trick or Treat. Like the type of film that three is. I love three though. Where like the, the, suburb itself is kind of the enemy eight more days till halloween halloween <laughs> what's today 21st now uh yeah nah it, there is eight more days till halloween Bet. you don't well, count halloween oh, why not because when Nine. it's the 31st you don't say there's one more day to halloween because it is halloween that's why you don't count the halloween. uh there's 29 because there's it's the 31st if it's the 21st now so it's nine there's nine more, nine days. more days till halloween but this won't be uploaded till probably a week from now yeah because we try to get backlog so that we can re- relax yeah. sometimes we ain't up to doing a podcast so this will go up after the halloween podcast no before okay I mean, it's it's only nine days from now. There's, it's every Wednesday. I don't know uh, what goes Halloween isn't going to be on Wednesday. It's going to be a special. Oh, okay. Because I just want to put out... I just want him to see the first two Halloweens and compare them. I, I definitely... Are we? I definitely want to come back for that. Okay. Are we going to watch both films back to back? No. Okay. No. So how's it going to be? We'll watch the first one first. Okay. And we'll do that. Do you want to do that... Friday, or do you want to do an episode before that? I don't know. You don't really probably care, right? Yeah, honestly. We'll do Friday. We'll watch Halloween. 78. And talk about it or just watch it? Watch it. And then Saturdays aren't good for you. So Sunday, we'll watch Rob Zombies. Yeah, I get off at 6 on Sundays if I do watch. That's fine. Oh, you want to watch Rob Zombies? After okay. the first one. Okay. And then and you want to compare ta- those. Yes. Okay. That's we'll talk about you though. liking the first one. We'll t- then we'll talk about the second one and then we'll compare them. I've yeah. seen Rob Zombie live. What? Cool. That's badass. That yeah. is badass. I've seen Power Man five thousand live. I'm um, sorry. I don't know who that <laughs> is. I fuck with them. I I, I fuck with like three songs. Everyone only fucks with three of their songs. <laughs> I don't know who they That's are. That's like Limp Bizkit. I fuck with five songs. Hey, Rob I like the whole album. Brother? Yeah. How is he? he it's Rob Zombie's brother. Is the vocalist for Power Man 5000? They were in Hagerstown. Yo, guys. Hard time. Well, I hate to break this to you, but I'm getting tired out. of shit. You about to pass out? Yeah, man. So, before you pass out, explain to me why it's a five out of five. And on par with Scream 1. I, I think because I watched them so closely together, honestly, that I just we lump all them did, together though. as an awesome one. They came one. out like that. Uh, yeah. Not like a week apart. It was like four it months. Might as well have been. Yeah. In the scheme of fast. like movie releases, yeah, it might as well have been. And so to me, it kind of just felt like an extension of the movie Good. I already watched. Good. Like, That's what it was supposed to it be. It kind of just felt like episode two because I, I watched them so quickly I don't think you're going to think like apart. that with the third one. Yeah, I mean, should we wait a little bit before you see the? We're gonna wait nah. a little bit before you see the third. I want to watch it whenever it comes up that we can. I like it a lot. Okay, that's fine. I'm a binge watcher. I could do it in a row. Do you have any plugs, Sleepy Boy? Uh, no. Wait, what? Do you have any plugs? Oh no, no. Do you? Uh, not that I can think of at the moment. 
When are we? When, when do you? When can you catch us? Wednesday, five p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, though. No problem. No Thanks problem. Thanks for coming. Man. Thanks for coming. We love doing this. We need to get four mics so we can have <laughs> Jen and Daryl on at the same time. That'd be sick. I that love. Be sick. I love rambling about movies. So, <laughs> so. Zay doesn't even watch them, and he likes talking about them. Yeah, right. I watch some. About eight now. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen exactly eight films. <laughs> TTFN. Tata for now. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I didn't know what the hell that meant. Yeah, I was like, uh, what? I thought you just were retarded for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your innovation, huh? Why copycat two high school loser-ass dickheads? Stu was a pussy-ass wet rag. And Billy Loomis, Billy Loomis, what the fuck? Jesus. What a rat-looking, homo-repressed mama's boy. Why not set your goals higher, huh? You want to be one of the big boys? Huh? Manson? Bundy? OJ?